Before we start, just a quick disclaimer. Loki, the Disney Plus show, will be spoiled for you if you actually listen to this episode. Uh, If you haven't finished Loki on Disney Plus and you don't want it to be spoiled for you, then please don't listen to this episode because it will do that. That is all. Okay, let's go to the show. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Good, Bad, Better Show, show in which I, Drew Allen, talk about things and maybe talk about what's good about them and what's bad about them and how to make them better. Today is kind of a special little quick mini episode, at least in my brain. It's a mini episode right now. Let's see how long I can chat. But today's topic is the Disney Plus show Loki. Before we dive in, I did want to say, if you like the show, please go follow us on Instagram at goodbadbettershow. That's how you can keep up with everything, and uh, hopefully there will be more episodes coming soon as I'm getting my life together. If you've had two kids, then you're well aware that for a while, when you first have your second child, your whole life is kind of in limbo for a while, and when you add to that a dash of pandemic life and also job changes then it definitely makes it uh, you know a lot more complicated. But as things are starting to mellow out, I actually had the thought to do a podcast, and I realized, hey, I actually have time to do it right now. So let's do this. Uh, before we get into the Loki-specific stuff, I did want to touch base uh, briefly on the other uh, Marvel shows that have come out on Disney+. Plus. WandaVision, I actually had the lowest expectation, and it completely blew me away. I was absolutely floored. It exceeded, it didn't just exceed my expectations, it literally obliterated them. I mean, it was so, it was, it was, compared to what I was thinking, I was just kind of like, I don't know what this is going to be. I was kind of meh on the whole thing. I mean, when Scarlet Witch showed up, um, with her brother in, in the Age of Ultron films, I was immediately kind of put off by that. I was like, no, no, I don't want you giving me these other tertiary characters that you're going to bring in at the last minute so that I'll care about them a little bit and then I can, you know, start watching all their stuff. I was kind of against that at the beginning, and I still am to a degree. I It is just a shred of the amount of care that I give to these characters as I do the actual sort of uh, cornerstone characters that from phase one, I guess, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe or whatever it is. But um, uh, but uh, honestly, I didn't know what to expect with WandaVision. I came in with relatively low expectations and was pleasantly surprised at how original and weird and unique and still very compelling and kept me on the edge of my seat. I could not wait to finish the series, and it was fantastic. And still got me right in the heartstrings, as most of you can attest. Um, if you've seen it, it kind of gets you there. And so, uh, you know, it, it was wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I did not have, I had, first of all, I had higher expectations because WandaVision was so good. And I'll be honest, Falcon and Winter Soldier. It, I would say that it met my expectations. It was very good. It was interesting. It was. It felt at times like I was watching a Marvel movie, and that's always a plus. It's always a good time. And um, 
really, uh, I thought it ended really well. I think it was an interesting, compelling story to tell about like who's going to succeed Captain America, as we have all known and love as Chris Evans. And so, so yeah, it was great. I, I enjoyed it. Now, coming to Loki. Uh, Loki had a lot of stuff. Uh, Loki was kind of already behind the eight ball with me. Loki has never been a character that I have liked in any of the Marvel movies. Um, this is going to sound a. This might be one of the more boomer things that I can say, but I really appreciate when there are good characters and just irredeemably evil characters. I very much appreciate that. Um, it seems to it's it, it just makes for more exciting action fights i think when it's either one or the other like either the bad guy wins and or you know the good guy wins and blows away the bad guy and that's how it should be and you know all this kind of thing and i appreciate in general especially with some of the golden age of television the sopranos the wire how they really were able to bring in this kind of anti-hero and sort of tear down those absolutes in terms of good versus evil i appreciate that but at the same time a guy like loki when i'm watching a superhero film i don't necessarily need the anti-hero there i just kind of want to see the bad guys trying to be bad and then the good guys having to come together to be good to beat the bad guys and and win and save the planet or whatever it is they're trying to do i appreciate that and so so loki has never been a favorite of mine He's always just been like, I, I truly, it's it's one of those things where I the, the, the suspension of disbelief for me was weird. Of course, do I believe that aliens from another dimension uh, or from a parallel universe are coming over and attacking New York City through a giant space-time hole in, in, in the universe? Uh, sure, absolutely. No problems there. Do I believe that uh, an actual god can come down? As, as a Chris Helmsworth-looking individual and wield a crazy powerful hammer. And sure, yeah, no problem at all. Um, do I believe that there are Infinity Stones in the world? Absolutely. But do I believe that a reasonably intelligent Captain America, a reasonably intelligent Thor, and a reasonably intelligent Tony Stark would in any way whatsoever choose at any point to trust that Loki would do anything positive or beneficial to the team? Of course not. No, not at all. Like Thor seems, uh, you know, he's no, he's not like a genius level like Tony Stark is or um, uh, Mark Ruffalo, <laughs> blanking on his character's name. But at the same time, uh, he feels like he's at least smart enough to go like, you know, fool me once. Point, point is you're never getting fooled again um so why on earth would he just be like oh i'm sorry brother you'll do great this time i'm sure like no that it's impossible it's almost impossible for me to swallow in some of those movies where loki gets up ends up getting entrusted with any sort of responsibility that doesn't involve sabotaging the group or attacking the group or anything like that because he always does that so stop letting stop giving him a bunch of second third fourth 50 chances to do the right thing uh he's not going to do it um and so i did find his redemptive arc in the end game to be really cool i liked how 
he, you know, kind of literally gave his life to try to save the planet and or save Thor. That was great. It was, it was literally by far my favorite Loki moment. And not just because he was dying and I didn't like him, not like that, but just the sacrifice, the redemptive nature of like, hey, you finally did the right thing. Cool. Um, it's about time. Um, so that is the, the feeling that I'm bringing into this in terms of Loki. It had some really, really stacked odds from me liking it. And yet I will dive in now and say um, I absolutely enjoyed the series. So the good. The good, uh, there's a lot here. The biggest good, I'll just start right off the bat, is the fact that you managed to make me, a guy who didn't like Loki, legitimately care about Loki and kind of see things from his point of view. Uh, I understand uh, a lot more what he's going through and what he's been through and kind of the way that he thinks about things and the you know, the loneliness, all the things. Um, and of course, Tom Hiddleston, phenomenal job uh, portraying all those things, making me believe all those things. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, another thing I really, really liked the story that they're weaving. I feel like they're kind of diving into this multiverse world. Um, sort of, I feel like it's kind of I hope it's not just simply a weird comic-y gimmick to allow them to, A, recast all the heroes that we already know and love, and or B, um, make characters who have died all of a sudden have just as many adventures after they've died because we're just going to do a bunch of prequels and, and alternate universes and stuff like that. I don't like that idea. Um But overall, it's cool to see these different things. I saw the trailer for What If?, and wow, that is amazing. I can't wait for t- to see that. However, uh, so I love the characters. Uh, honestly, the effects were fantastic. It, 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 it feels like they're raising the bar uh, sequentially in terms of like this, the, the scope and the actual special effects that are happening are just fantastic. They are just big MCU blockbuster level things happening that... Um, normally if, if that happened at any other TV show to that level, it'd be like, holy crap, that's incredible. But instead it's, um, it's almost commonplace because the, the bar is so high for Marvel and because WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier also did that. But I think Loki took it to the next step. Um, another thing that I thought was good about it is two words, Owen Wilson. Wow. Killed it. Loved it. Um, his character was interesting and is very, very much kind of in his wheelhouse, but I loved the banter between, um, Hiddleston and Wilson. I thought it was just, it felt very natural. It felt his character was very believable. Um, it was awesome. It was awesome. Absolutely. Uh, for them to take a character that's technically a bad guy, so to speak, from the TVA that we don't like because they're doing all sorts of bad stuff and instead they're making his they're making me like him right off the bat. Um, and, and then they kind of unraveled more of his story throughout the series. Phenomenal. Just phenomenal. Absolutely loved it. Um, I know I mentioned the effects were fantastic, and they were. But the other thing that I appreciated is I appreciated that the final battle was something different. It was not a stereotypical giant hero versus giant villain 
uh, in terms of like powerful, and they are floating in a in the air, you know, trading these blows. And, I don't know. There wasn't anything like that. You know, it's uh, it it was very unique and interesting the way that that kind of uh, final battle was, but uh, the way that they kind of had this internal struggle between uh, Loki and Sylvie. Uh, Sylvie, I think it is. Um, that was really cool in a twist. And even their fight was not this giant, larger than life, you know, hovering in the air, shooting giant energy beams at each other. It was just literally kind of close quarters, hand to hand combat. Fantastic. All of it was fantastic. Um, okay. I've said a lot of great stuff about it. Now it's time for me to tear it down. Uh, the things I didn't like about Loki, uh, the biggest thing is, you know, especially the last episode, especially when they actually get into that final chamber and start talking to that guy, it was super confusing. Uh, very, very confusing. I feel like somewhere Damon Lindelof and J.J. Abrams and Christopher Nolan are just standing up and applauding uh, for the Lost Meets Inception level complete shenanigans that were happening in this final monologue i did not follow um the guy the uh, he who remains i don't know if we got a real name for him at any point but his whole spiel about that he started this war and here there were a bunch of variants and he solved the war and now their choice is to take over or something like well, what does that mean if we take over does he still die does he go somewhere else? Is he supposedly just going to retire in peace? Like that whole aspect was quite confusing. And like I, I, what I needed was a scene of Loki and uh, Mobius and Loki saying, I don't understand. And Mobius going like, "Ugh, here's how it breaks down. And, or that little, um, that little animated fruit thing uh, to hop in and, or no, it's not an animated fruit. It was a clock. I think it was a clock. Um, but anyways, that little sort of retro animation clippy is what it is, really, uh, to pop in and explain what was going on. That would have been fantastic, something to that effect. So there were times when it was very confusing. Uh, I was also very bummed that Mobius didn't say wow at any point because I feel like it should be in uh, it should be con- contractually obligated for Owen Wilson to say wow in everything he stars in from now on, just so we can make that wow montage that much better throughout his entire career. Um, so I was a little disappointed they didn't throw that in. Um, and then beyond that, the biggest thing I have, the, here's, here's my big problem with Loki, is it didn't end. It was going to end, and then just decided, no, we're, we're not going to end. Um, cool. It honestly reminded me of how I felt... So when I saw Infinity War in theaters, I truly 100% believed that I was walking into the final chapter of the Marvel Cinematic Universe phase, whatever they're on. Like, I thought, this is the end. This is the wrapping up of everything. And what happened, it was just like a giant bummer, and the good guys lost, and then it was just, okay, that's the end of the film. I was actually walking outside with a buddy afterwards, and I was like, that was such a bummer. And they were like, oh, well, there's a whole nother one. And I was like, what? 
there's another movie? And they're like, yeah, yeah, they announced it's going to be a year later. And I was like, well, okay, well, that changes everything, I guess. Uh, But even then, Infinity War still came to an end. There was a battle, and it was lost, and the bad guys won. And that's kind of, you see all that happen. Like they, they lost, they lost the battle. And then of course it's kind of like, okay, well, there's some sort of special way they're going to come back and try to try to beat this thing. And there was, you know, the whole end game thing. It was great. But at the same time, when I when I left Infinity War, I was super bummed because I thought that was the last of the films. Like when you watch some of these good trilogies, Lord of the Rings. Some of the great trilogies of our time, like Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit or, um, you know, the Matrix trilogies. Um, <laughs> and uh, But it's clear that you're on the second one and the ending is kind of a little bit innocuous. And you're like, oh, well, the second one kind of had a cliffhanger ending. I wasn't really sure. I want to say it was uh, Pirates of the Caribbean um, did the same thing like where it was just like oh this is a strange ending but it makes sense because i know there's a third film there's like a final act to kind of tie all this together but the thing with loki is there isn't any final act there's we don't even know we don't know where we're at in the story right it, it was just sort of like okay so they have this fight so basically sylvie kicks loki back through to the tva area or whatever and then she kills the he who remains guy and then that's kind of it there's nothing what what happens all we know is that something is going to happen but that's not that means that you deserve another episode that's that's the end of the story you don't just you don't just stop telling a story because you want it it literally kind of felt like clickbait it was just like up. If you'll just come back tomorrow and you watch this other link, that'll tell you the answer that you need. Like seriously, like this uh, whole series was a trailer for the next, the next series, the next season of television that they create. Like that felt so, so dumb. I can't stand that. Um, they just need to have an ending. Like it's it, it feels better when there's a nice button on what's happened in this season, but then there still can be that that you know that thread from the button that starts to get pulled a little bit that shows you oh there's a lot more going on. That's when the credits roll. That's when you go okay so next season's going to be that much cooler. You don't just do it before the final boss battle, like that that's terrible. Sorry. Okay. Um, moving on. Okay, so that that's basically all of the bad that I had in the film that I can think of right now. There's probably more, but um, so what do you do? How do you make this better? Well, here's a few things. Um, <sighs> Sorry, it's getting late, and I'm tired. You know what? I'm a little bit tired. I think that what I need. Let's see. There we go. A little Diet Coke. Mm. Okay. The uh, the there's a couple ways you can make it a lot better. Number one, you can have Mobius say "Wow." That's all. That's all I ask. Just 
when he see maybe when he saw Elias for the first time, he should have just said, "Wow, oh wow." I'm not going to try to do his wow. Only he can do that. Um, other thing is, it, like I said before, it would have been nice to have a little bit more exposition, um, and in in a in not as you know, I'm not a big fan of giant heavy-handed exposition. But at the same time, a little bit more exposition at that ending part would really work. Um, and uh, then the last but not least, I would have actually had an ending. Bring it to a close and before you do something else. So really, that's all. That's all I got. What did you guys think? Just let me know. Uh, feel free to let me know. Good, bad, better show on Instagram. And or uh, I guess I think it's underscore good, bad, better on Twitter. And uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on what you thought of Loki and what you think of the Disney Plus shows so far. And I'm very curious uh, of your thoughts. I, I honestly haven't heard too many people's opinions on it. Um, and so, uh, yeah, now that I'm done, I can finally talk about it. So uh, and as always. Happy to have you guys listening, and hopefully we'll get some more regular episodes out soon. But I couldn't resist the call of the microphone. I'll be honest, I also got a brand new podcast microphone today. I got the Blue Yeti Nano, and I have no idea what it sounds like because I am recording into it for the first time as we speak. Maybe I should do an episode on that. I don't know. Anyways, it's late, and I'm tired. And I will talk to you guys in the next one. Imagineville.